Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Sure, good to have some time together with you today, and I appreciate you joining us and appreciate your comments. So you want to send an email, a text, stay in touch with us at our church, you're sure welcome to do that. Um, I've never sought to have any great audience. Um, I'm just a normal person, but I do have people in our church who've bugged me. Um, how these podcasts, um, the morning moment videos on YouTube and different things, how it all started. Um, I was studying them one morning many years ago, and I thought I'd like to take this, these uh, scribbles. I've always written during my Bible reading in the morning. I write and um, started it back in college. I thought if I didn't get enough out of my Bible reading to write something down, then I need to read some more or pay better attention. And so all through college, I wrote. And when I left college, I had these multiple uh, little five by seven spiral bound notebooks just filled with notes from my devotions. I threw them all away. I thought probably half it's heresy. Yeah, so tired and young young as a Christian, uh, I'd just gotten saved. Um, I guess it was maybe a year, a little over a year, year and a half, I guess, when I started Bible college. And I'd read a lot of Bible. But uh, in any case, um, the, my, I took notes. So I, um, what I did is uh, I was reading one morning, scribbling. I thought, you know, this would be a help to our staff. And so uh, I emailed it to my staff. And then I did it again, and then I thought, you know, I'm just going to take some of my scribbles from my Bible reading and give it to my staff every day. They can read it or not read it. I don't give them a test on it. Um, and then it came up, you know, this might be helpful to our deacons. And so that, now I'm sending it to staff and deacons. And then somebody else said, hey, you know, we were reading what you sent to so-and-so. Could we get in on that? And then I'm trying to figure out how to create a distribution list. And, and so the secretaries or whoever um, just made it so you can go online and to our church website and subscribe to my Monday through Friday morning moments email and uh, just different thoughts and lessons are emailed out and most of them with the Bible base and then there's sometimes some cultural things but mostly Bible study and um, it, it just because people asked and and uh, then when COVID started uh, I'd already somebody had already been saying you know what you ought to do you're doing these anyway why don't you you've got the words all written I want you to do it um, video it and put it on YouTube. And there's a lot of people who like the visual and I put it off, put it off. But when COVID hit, I, I thought, you know, this, we need to stay in touch. And so I started, um, every morning, Monday through Friday, a video and actually wasn't within a couple of weeks of doing that. Um, we were, you know, people were isolated so much. And so, um, uh, you know, right or wrong, I think it was wrong, but we didn't know um, but uh, we were trying to figure out what we could do for, to keep our church in touch with the, our church. And so uh, so my staff guys got together and they started a mid-morning video for the children of our church and the, the kids of faith, they called it. And, uh, and it was fun things and craft things. And, you know, it just got where all of us were contributing little things. And, and I'd sing a couple scripture songs on my guitar and and somebody would have a game and somebody do a slow motion video of a bicycle riding through mud and then it would be interactive send in your whatever you're doing and let's see who wins and and we had our one of our missionaries in africa their kids won something we were going to send whatever gift and thought man we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get this reward that all the way to africa but um so that uh, then then i started the every night monday through friday the evening post and we called it in. So 
during those early few months when we just didn't know for sure what was going on in the world. A lot of people were staying home. And I thought, you can't just sit home and watch TV. And you do, but you do need something. And so I had the morning video and then the kids, um, the kids uh, time and then the evening, uh, the evening post, which is more historical, biographical, things like that than Bible study. But in any case, and I think a lot of those are still online. If you ever get desperate, you want to look at something. But um, so that's how the the videos started. Well, then some of the young people started saying, you know, preacher people, there's a lot of people, they listen to podcasts and and uh, they just, uh, they lean toward uh, short things that they could just flip their phone on and listen while they're driving or whatever. And, and um, obviously nothing wrong with that. And then, and I kind of, again, resisted a little bit and finally I thought, you know what? Uh, they said, look, you're doing the video anyway. Why don't you just turn your recorder on? And, um, but you know, it's different. It's different looking at a camera and talking, showing a book, doing whatever, or doing something to what I would consider a radio audience. And it is a different thing. So I thought, you know, I can't do this. So mentally, I have to put myself, you know, here, this is nothing but a microphone and Bible and a computer in front of me. And I've got to focus on an audio audience. And anyway, that since then, uh, getting busy, um, we did trim down my video morning moments to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And that's when we started, ideally, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday video, Tuesday and Thursday, uh, the pod, a new podcast comes up. And, and I don't know, somebody else handles a lot of this. So um, I make these and then staff takes care of them. But uh, in any case, uh, this morning, uh, I'm just going to take a little time and, and uh, follow up on something I started the other day. Um, if things are in order, a couple of days ago, I talked about the uniqueness of each individual and, and yet how we cannot cater to that uniqueness, how we have to determine to train our children or ourselves to do the right thing, not what we feel like. Everybody knows that. In, in marriage, you can't do what you feel like. And you, there's no way you can do that. You'll ruin your marriage. And um, uh, you can't you know, clean a house when you feel like. Whoever cl- feels like cleaning a house, who, there's some ladies, if they only cook dinner or you know, only cook prepared food when they felt like it, these anorexic gals, their kids and husband had starved to death and or dad would take up the cooking, which I think does happen often. But it's not about feeling. It's about you need to do what you're supposed to do. And uh, you may not feel like going to work, but if you need to get some money to pay bills, you need to go to work, feel good or not. And, um, and so someone says, I feel uh, I'm in a male body, but I don't feel like a male. Well, who cares what you feel like? You do the thing that God said to do. You do the thing that's right. And, um, and I, I refuse to surrender to this idiocy um, that, that your feelings somehow make you exempt from the laws of God and the laws of nature and the laws of humanity. And uh, that's ridiculous to, to the extreme. But um, this, this idea, this, this comeback, this, uh, this, that end up things comes to truth, this idea of truth. Now, over, um, over in the Bible, um, we find in uh, Psalms chapter 30, I'm looking um, at um, Psalm 39.5. I've got myself spread out too much here. Psalm 39.5, it says that man at his best state is altogether vanity. That man at his best state, the very best you can get out of a man is vanity. And again, in Psalms 62, in verse 9, it says that uh, men of low degree are vanity and men of a high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. That doesn't have a a real high estimation of mankind. Um, 
Uh, they go astray from the womb, speaking lies, the psalmist says. In Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. I must have 50 verses written down around Proverbs 3, where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And I'm, I'm just guessing 50 verses written there about your heart. You cannot trust your heart. Proverbs says, he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Now, now this culture we're in is saying, throw out biblical truth, throw out the truth God establishes. And this crazy world of ours is what you feel becomes truth. Well, you know, what you feel does not become truth. You can feel like chocolate cake and ice cream sundaes is the best diet, but it's not going to get your body strong and it's not going to take care of your development. And it's not going to be good in the long run, doesn't matter how you feel. And, um, you know, there's some things I, you know, everybody's different in diet and exercise and all that, but I think most everybody would agree that a, a moderate amount of exercise is good for every human being, that you need to keep your blood flowing. And, um, but, and, and it, we could find out down the road that exercise is horrible for you. I have no idea. You, you know medical science has, has certainly been up for grabs uh, more often than not over the years. But this thing of truth, and when we start talking about truth, Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no options. Truth is not a variable. Truth, um, you know, in uh, 1944, I forget who the guy was, but in regard to the Soviet Union, he said this, truth is that which best serves the party. That's the Communist Party. Um, now, that's no different than our courts and our media how they deal with truth in our own country. They just they know this is true and they just change. They just lie, they modify, they exaggerate, they twist. Picture what happened to uh, Justice Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearings. Oh, they had lies and deceit and corruption. Uh, what happened with um, Benghazi as um, uh, Hillary Clinton and, and President Obama allowed uh, an American ambassador and, and great uh, patriotic American citizens to be murdered and, a, and uh, the whole uh, embassy taken over. And um, what, ha what happened to truth? What happened to duty? What happened to right and wrong? Um, it's the same is true when President Trump was in the White House. How many vicious, uh, foul, reprehensible lies, the, the things that were said and the things that were done. And, you know, it takes a year or two to do all the research and then go through the wheels of justice and you find out that uh, it's all a bunch of lies, a bunch of liars. Well, I knew they were lying to begin with. And I just, in my own heart, you don't trust your heart. But liberals had no problem twisting the facts. Um, just like the communists said, truth is whatever serves the party. So in liberalism, truth is whatever um, serves their party and, and their agenda. Uh, what makes Christianity in America so different is its founding. Um, you take the average religion in the world, they're not founded on a book. Um, they're founded on the opinions of men. And, the, and um, the Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. And so, uh, you know, you ask the average Catholic, where, where do those uh, burning those candles come from in the Bible? Um, where does putting ash on your forehead come from in the Bible? Um, where does this crossing yourself and worshiping a statue of Mary, where's that all come from in the Bible? Well, it's not in the Bible, it's just our church traditions. Well, Jesus said, you lift the traditions up more than the, than the word of God, and, and, and he condemned people for it. See, that's a satanic model. When, uh, when America was founded, they decided there's some things that are right and wrong, and we're going to found our country on truth, the truth of the scriptures, 
the truth of liberty and justice for all. Not that they had it, but that was their goal. Uh, the, the satanic model or the Marxist model or the liberal model is whatever avenue you want to choose, you just rearrange and redefine all of society so that it accomplishes your goal. And it, there, there is no truth. And what is uh, useful to you becomes um, that thing that is now good. And, um, and again, you go back to the, the gender confusion uh, that has gone on in our culture. Uh, you know, th there's, no, there's no gender confusion. God says certain things are wrong and certain things are right. And anything else is wrong. But if you want to throw the Bible out, let man's opinion um, be the thing in charge, go ahead. But it's interesting, if I'm building a house, there's no opinion. Uh, I'm going to build that house according to code. And there's a big old fat book that somebody put together that says, this is how big a header needs to be over a door, and this is how big a header needs to be over a 10-foot garage door or a 12-foot garage door, and you do it according to code. Now, any builder knows you can modify and vary those things and still have a sound house. But when, once the code is written, you do it according to code because you've got to have, uh, you've got to have an, an orderly system to operate in. You have to have some kind of order. And without that order, uh, life is chaos. And of course, the devil loves chaos. Satan loves nothing more than, than a, a life of chaos and, and no truth. And so um, truth in, in, in medicine. I'm not saying medical science is always right. Now, we've been lied to by corrupt people, but I'm thinking honest, sincere doctors. Um, there, was a, there was a time when they said, you need more of this or you need less of this, and, and they find out they're wrong. In my own lifetime, um, you know, just take salt, for example. I, re I remember my dad, he worked in an iron shop, uh, steel fabrication, and there were machines around the shop where there were salt pills, and it was free, just, just hit the little button and a salt tablet dropped out and you pop it in your mouth because you needed to, you sweat a lot and you lose all that salt and oh then you go a generation later salt causes heart attacks and all this stuff and and uh, all the mess you know and chocolate's no good and then dark chocolate's okay i was grateful for that scientific uh, <clears throat> uh discovery and coffee's good and then coffee's not good and yeah, but you know i think there's there's some people who they do have some things in sincerity that are right and wrong, uh, that you're going to have 39 weeks to have a baby. And as a general rule, it might flex a week or two. One of ours was six weeks early. That was not real good. But there, there, there's not uh, opinions. There's things that are right and wrong. Your body temperature is 98.6, and that can be up or down just a tiny little bit. But it, you, you can't decide that you think 104 is the best temperature for you. You can't do that because medical science has determined that's going to kill you. And um, and we don't we don't let truth vary. Um, you rebuild an engine and you have to mic the bearings. I don't know if they mic them anymore. When I was a kid, you had a micrometers and you mic the bearings to make sure that the crankshaft or the camshaft was right, and then you had the bearings torqued down to certain uh, pounds per square inch and all these little things that made it just so. Um, you couldn't just say, I've decided to set my the tappets on my uh, engine this way or uh, that I'm going uh, to inflate my tires to this much instead of what it says. Well, you know, the manufacturer probably knows what's best, and you do it the way you're supposed to do it. Yet somehow when it comes to morality, when it comes to human behavior, church, 
home, business, government, those things, somehow we get this ridiculous idea that we can just reinvent moral and immoral, right and wrong. And, uh, and everybody knows that's a stupid idea. I mean, stupid beyond words. And I just want to encourage you today, don't put up with it. Uh, just don't put up with it. Somebody around you starts spewing off some garbage. Say, you know what? That isn't right. That's just not right. And I don't buy that. And, uh, you know, you can be gracious. You can say you can have an opinion if you want to. But, you know, that's a dumb idea. And uh, I, I was in a, a shuttle one day and going at an airport from a larger plane to a smaller plane. We had to take shuttles across, little shuttle bus across the airport. And I got on, sat down, and then it got more and more full. And finally, I got pretty full. And a lady came in, several ladies. And I stood up, and they were younger than me, but I, I stood up and uh, offered my seat to a lady. She said, no, no, I, I don't want your seat. You take it. I said, look, I can't sit while a lady's standing. My mom would beat me. And um, and we laughed a little bit, but you know what? I'm not going to give on that. Uh, I've had ladies offended that I offered them a seat. Who do you think I am? You think I'm on some incompetent, weak female? No, you are a lady, and I think we treat ladies different than we treat a guy. And uh, that is culture. But I think there's an awful lot of that in the Bible, too. Husbands ought to love their wives as Christ loved the church. They, the ladies are special. They deserve better treatment. And I'm going to treat my wife better than I am the guy next door. And, uh, and I'm not kissing the guy next door either. But uh, understand this, this, this idea of redefining truth. We ought to hate it. Uh, water is H2O. You can't redefine science. And... Uh, you may find the drug addict. Oh, he's got to have some more of his heroin or he's got to have some more of his whatever. Well, you may inside feel like you need it, but it ain't good for you. You may think you need another drink of alcohol, but I guarantee you it's not good for you. And your feelings and my feelings need to be made subject to the truth that God has established. Now, when God doesn't speak, then our feelings can be out there. You know, I... I might feel like having ice cream before bed. And someone else says, oh, no, no, you don't want to do that. Well, it's just your opinion versus mine. You don't have a Bible verse. Um, and I happen to like like ice cream. But uh, but uh, let, let's don't let this stupid world redefine truth. And, and uh, don't let this world uh, get you to... It's a communist idea to change truth, to make truth a variable, or to take um, things that we know are sound throughout the ages... And to toss those things out, that is terrible. And uh, hey, let's stand up for the truth because that's what will keep our country free. Mm -hmm.